Hey, I'm your host, Sarah Adam Check, and you are listening to the Connected and Well podcast. This is a podcast for those of you who are ready to up-level your life. If you're ready to become more mindful, stick to the habits you create, shed stress and overwhelm, and shift your mindset from limiting beliefs and fear so you can hop off the sidelines and go create your dream life, I've got you. Join the conversation. Let's go. Welcome back to the Happy Soul Hangout. You're listening to episode five. And on this episode, we're going to talk about how to handle conflict, what it looks like to respond versus react, and why showing others radical love really is the way. Have you ever been through a conflict with someone, someone that you admired or had respect for? Now, I'm guessing the chances are pretty high that you have, especially if you've been around a few years. Unfortunately, I went through this just a few weeks ago with another mama. She thought I handled the situation differently than I thought I handled the situation. And looking back over the situation, I can definitely tell there were some gaps in communication on my end. Isn't that how conflict normally starts with a gap in communication? And it reminds me of a story of one time I was hanging out in my room with my daughter, Maddie, and she sat on one side of the bed and I sat on the other. And we happened to look into my bathroom or I happened to look into my bathroom and I said, wow, Maddie, look at the bathroom. It looks incredible. It looks like a designer bathroom. We had just spent the weekend painting it and, you know, redecorating it. And I thought it looked really good. Well, Maddie's a bit critical (laughs) of most things, and so she sits up and she looks at the bathroom, scrunches up her nose, and says, um, yeah, no, I don't think so. It doesn't look that great. And I was taken aback. I was like, what? I think it looks great. It looks like it could be in a catalog. She looks at it again, and she, you know, states the same thing. Uh, no, it doesn't look that great. And then, you know, we went about our day and later I sat on the side of the bed that she sat on earlier. And when I looked into the bathroom, I saw a totally different viewpoint and I saw that the bathroom didn't look as great as I thought it looked from my side. And it hit me right then that, wow, everybody really does see things from their own viewpoint. We're all living in our own illusion, our own world of what we think things are and what we think things look like. I know it's not rocket science, but I think it's definitely a good reminder to just remember that everyone really does see things from their own viewpoint. Now, I'm not really talking about politics here, but I guess that can play into it as well. And so this is just a reminder to be extra kind to others. Treat each other with radical empathy and radical love because we're all going through a lot. We all process things differently and we all digest things differently. So just show each other radical love. Sometimes even when you can see the other person's view, what happens? Our ego gets in the way and we tend to mess up the conversation. Or sometimes what we're trying to say gets twisted to the other person because they're interpreting your words totally different than what you're saying. And it can get to be kind of messy. This brings me to another point. When you're talking with someone Pick up the phone and make a phone call so you can really get your message out instead of using text. Texting can definitely make things take a turn for the worse because someone isn't able to hear your emotions or hear your tone of voice, and that can really be troubling sometimes. We're all humans and we all just want to be heard, so maybe instead of speaking, just listen. 
Listen fully to what the other person has to say. Put yourself in their shoes and just have radical love. Show up to the conversation with an open heart. But at the same time, sometimes you have to let it go, right? If the other person is just kind of unwilling to bend or if it's not really going the way that it needs to go, sometimes you have to let it go and just give yourself permission to walk away from the person or the conversation or those emotions and also give yourself permission to let it go. I don't know if you're like me or not, but I'm someone who overanalyzes everything. And especially if I've just been in conflict with someone, I will cause, you know, stress to myself and I will have insomnia and stay up late at night just replaying and looping that conversation over and over, trying to see how I could have done better or trying to see just what went wrong. Don't do that. Give yourself permission to, you know, clear that negativity and move that energy out of your body because you definitely don't want to hold on to that. It's not healthy. And forgive yourself if maybe you didn't use the best approach or, you know, if you didn't show as much empathy as you wanted to. Just forgive yourself. Give yourself permission to move on as well. And, you know, sometimes you've done everything right. It's just the other person can't see your side of you. And sadly, sometimes that means, you know, you're never going to talk to that person again. And that sounds harsh, but sometimes that has to happen. And sometimes they're not going to talk to you anyways. And that can be kind of painful. And just knowing that, you know, things will be okay eventually. It might take some time to heal from a conflict or something that was traumatic, but you'll be okay. So let's talk about what it looks like to respond instead of reacting. Because when we just react, that's when we have tendencies to hurt others, whether we mean to or not. Reacting looks like, you know, you're sitting at the kitchen table and your kid's out playing baseball and here comes that ball right through the window. What are you going to do? Reacting, you're going to get up, you're going to get angry, you're going to go scream and yell at your kid and make them feel terrible. Responding looks more like, okay, so you noticed it happen and you kind of analyze how you're feeling. You take a moment to pause. You take a breath and evaluate the situation so that way you can make sure you're handling the situation with a level head and with an open heart. That's really what responding is about, is about coming to situations with an open heart instead of just, you know, reacting and bringing negativity to a situation. Because you know you're definitely going to regret that if you respond with anger instead of kindness. Now, there's always going to be some kind of external event that's going to rattle you, but learning to respond and not just react will help make the situation better. It really is all about being mindful, being mindful to take that breath, to pause and not react and show the other person compassion. Because what good will blowing up really do? It's just going to cause you more stress and sadness and heartache. So don't do it. (laughs) Learn to respond instead of react. And this brings me to our final little closing statement. I want to leave you with a quote from Bishop Michael Curry from his new book, Love is the Way. He reminds us of agape, in which he says is love for the other, sacrificial love that seeks the good and well-being of others, of society, and of the world. He goes on to say, love is a firm commitment to act for the well-being of someone other than yourself. It's a commitment to seek the good and to work for the good and welfare of others. It calls for us to sacrifice, not because doing so feels good, but because it's the right thing to do. 
And that's what it's all about. Showing up for others, treating each other with radical empathy, and learning to respond instead of react. Because that can really be beneficial. And also, you know, showing that love for yourself as well. Because we could all use more love, right? That's a wrap for today. Until next time, keep doing things that make your soul happy. And keep striving to make others happy.